Welcome back to the Office Marketing Podcast with Mike Swigert, the podcast all about sales tips, mindset, and value bombs. Five questions to help make your day more productive and learn a thing or two. Here is your host, best-selling author, Mike Swigert. Hey everybody, thank you for taking time out of your day and listening to this Office Marketing Solo Cast. Today I'm talking about a subject I love to talk about, kind of like what's the difference between an amateur and a pro when it comes to when it comes to sales. So I made a bunch of notes here and really like how how is that, right? I was an amateur. I was an I'm, I think many of you guys know I'm I'm a little older now. I've been in sales for um 38 years or so, right? So I was an amateur and times I do things that kind of remind me that are a little amateurish, right? I mean, um, if you think about the, what's the difference between an amateur and a pro, I mean, if, if I, I've coached a lot of uh, youth sports and nothing shows it more purely than amateur uh, little kids baseball, right? And, and when it comes to little kids baseball, uh, six, seven, eight, nine, 10 years old, when the balls hit to the outfield and there's a runner on second, third, and one out, nobody really knows where they're going, right? There might be that one or two kids with a high level of, of baseball intelligence that knows where to go. But in general, when that happens, nobody knows where to go. Well, if that same thing happens um, in college baseball at, the, at a much higher level, runner on second, third, one out, ball goes to right field, you would be amazed where everybody goes. You know, the pitcher backs up this guy, the second baseman goes here, the shortstop backs up here, the third baseman goes here, the catcher goes here. Everyone moves and goes to their spots because they know exactly where to go. So that's exactly what happens in sales. The difference between an amateur and pro is huge. So I'm just going to talk about three key things when it comes to prospecting, scalability, and closing of deals when it comes to amateurs and pros. All right, when it comes to prospecting, amateurs only prospect when they have to. Just understand that if, if you find yourself only prospecting when you have to, that's an amateur mindset, absolutely amateur mindset. If they're, if you're thinking about, oh gosh, I need to feed my funnel, right? Um, we, I need to do more prospecting to feed my funnel. Well, you're, you're not giving yourself any sort of leveraging when it comes to prospecting, right? Um, what pros do is they're always prospecting when it comes to prospecting pros, are always doing it. You know, of course, you probably heard the, the famous line from, uh, I guess it was Glengarry, Glenn Ross, maybe, and it was ABC, always be closing. Well, that's what pros do. They're always, always, um, they're closing throughout the opportunity. But when it comes to closing, they're understanding a lot of things. They're understanding the value of the content marketing, the value of position marketing, the value of network marketing. They understand and they actually see and they have it mapped out. Okay, well, this is how I bring people into my funnel and this is how I bring them to the next level and this is how I bring them to the next level and this is how I bring them to the next level, right? And when you have that mapped out and you can say, okay, well, if I'm really targeting these 30 people, well, where are they in my funnel? They're either in your funnel or you're out, right? So when you're thinking about prospecting, amateurs are thinking about, oh God, I need to feed my funnel. And pros are always thinking, where is someone in my funnel? They're constantly always prospecting. If you think that you've gone three or four months without prospecting, you're like, oh man, I need to get on that. Amateur mindset. If you can look at the last year and a half of your life, even through the shutdowns and go, 
man, I kept on prospecting and branding and putting my name out there. Odds are you're a pro. Number two, scalability. This episode of the Office Marketing Podcast is brought to you by Fusion Advisory. We help commercial contractors generate leads online profitably. Check us out at fusion-advisory.com. Right. Um, when it comes to pros, they're always managing the process. Right. If you heard what I said earlier when it came to prospecting, they're thinking, okay, well, when I go to a networking event, I do this, I get their card, I follow up, da, 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 da. you know, maybe I take them to lunch and maybe I do a discovery call. And I, I think about, okay, well, there's a discovery call, I ask for permission for a strategy session. Well, now I do a strategy session. If they do a strategy session, you know, I realize they're not a fit, they get kicked out of the funnel. If they are and they go in a, a nurture referral funnel, uh, that's what we're talking about scalability, right? They're managing a very clear, clear process that absolutely takes somebody through a discernible funnel. That's a great idea for you if you're listening and you're thinking about what am I doing as far as, you know, the rest of this year and all of next year when it comes to scaling my business. Amateurs, there is no process, right? They're just winging it. It's like, oh, I just go by my gut. I go by my gut. Oh, you know, I, I've done it this way for 15 years. Well, you know what? Doing it that way for 15 years, it might be the best uh, and worst thing for your company. Best thing is it generates revenue. The worst part is it happens sporadically, right? So maybe for four months out of the year, you're like a $20 million company because in those four months, you're doing you know roughly $7 million, right? But the rest of the year, you're only doing 3 million. So how do you scale up for that? So you scale up for this because you have to, you have to scale up for those four months. Think about consistently involving your process. It's so much easier to scale a $20 million solution when you're doing 1.8 million a month, as opposed to a company that's, you know, doing uh, two or 3 million for these three or four months every month, and then 500,000 the other months, right? Be thinking about scalability. Last one, big difference between pros and amateurs is closing, right? Amateurs will always leave it up to the customer uh, when the deal or, uh, um, when the deal closes, when the decision is made, right? And what a pro does, a pro is very clear about it and they set it up with the client and they literally set expectations early on in the process. And if you go through a discovery call and a strategy session and you then say, hey, look, you know what? We've done this through discovery. We've we found out that we think we're a good solution for you. Or maybe you're on an RFP and then, and then it's decided. But in general, this is probably a non-RFP type thing. But you think about, we're going to decide when the deal is closed because we're going to actually let our client, hey, if I prove this, this, and this to you, um, we would love to have a decision. Uh, let's work on having a decision by Friday of next week. That's respectful to your, your prospect or your client. It's very respectful to your time. Plus, now that matches your process because you can plan your day. You know, you know what you can do with your team. And then when your boss comes to you or your team comes to you and says, hey, when are they going to let us know? And you say, we're going to let us know next Friday, the 17th. We're going to have a decision from the client then. We'll start onboarding on Monday if they say yes. And if not, we've got another client coming on board the following week. So when you're thinking about prospecting, prospecting amateurs only prospect when they have to. Pros are always prospecting. Scalability. Um, a pro knows their process and they can do it while they're sleeping. Um, amateurs wing it. Um, when it comes to closing, amateurs let the decision to be out in the air and it's totally up to the client. And a pro 
will actually set expectations and have a process for when the client will make a decision. And again, it's okay if a client says no, because then you know. But if you have a good processing system in place, you have a lot more people running through your funnel and you're not just desperate for that one uh, client to say yes. So um, guys, kind of look at your day-to-day uh, -day and what are you doing? Are you Is your mindset amateur mindset or is it pro mindset? Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Office Marketing Podcast. Be sure to join the conversation on our YouTube channel, LinkedIn, and Facebook pages. If you enjoyed the episode, head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.